And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news, and today I am joined by our regular guest, uh, Mr. Gary Frog. Well, we're going to let him introduce himself, as we like to do uh, for those of you listening. So go ahead, sir. Uh, Gary Frog Talbert, Councilman District 2, representing Watson in the northwest corner of Livingston Parish. The northwest corner. corner. We're, we're getting better at that. Uh, so today, we're actually going to be sitting down doing two today. The first one, we're going to be talking about uh, millages, uh, because we quite a bit of uh, controversy going on uh, right now between, uh, I, I guess you can say, Councilman Shane Mack uh, from District 9, which is the Albany area, and the northeast, up to the northeast corner of Livingston Parish. Uh, Mr. Mack, uh, recently there was some uh, reshuffling of the unfunded gravity drainage districts, and he's going to be looking for funding. But we're going to get to that in a second. First, the uh, millages for the parish are up for approval. Uh, there are, uh, I believe, technically it's it's only three of them, but there are four because within municipalities, uh, the regular parish millage is cut in half, correct? Uh, so talk to us a little bit about uh, about those. Well, basically, you know, every three years we have a reassessment. Uh, so in essence, the millage technically rolls back so that the revenue stays neutral. You know, if, 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 if the assessment goes up, then theoretically revenue would go up, but the way the law's written, the millage rolls back to meet, so revenue stays neutral. However, typically with assessments, the reason they go up, you have new houses, more people, more services you have to deliver. So consequently, those entities have requested the parish roll them up to whatever they were previously, which will give them additional revenue. Um, you know, if you think about it, you know, we just had a reassessment last year. Mm -hmm. Three years prior to that, we had a reassessment during the flood. So the reassessment was eliminated and actually millages rolled back, you know, or, or took discounts for a period of two or three years. So some of these, some of these districts, these taxing districts are, kind of behind the eight ball they've used they've used you know surplus funds that they had that might have been earmarked for something else um they put off you know either capital improvements or you know providing additional services that they normally would have provided so they've all re requested that their millage be rolled up to what you know the taxpayers had had approved so that those additional revenues can provide the services that they were originally you know set forth to provide so I want to take a second and discuss what you were talking about with reassessment. So um, every every uh, third year, uh, Jeff Taylor and his office uh, go and, and I guess you can say put uh, tape to buildings uh, to try to make sure that everything matches what's in their system. And one of the things that we have seen with reassessment is a consistent uptick in both uh, number of homes sold and average sold price. Uh, actually, in 2020, it jumped up to almost $230,000 per home. And so, uh, you know, what you get is is huge amounts of increased inventory. But based on what you're telling me, that is actually going to roll the millage back, which seems a little counterintuitive because with increased homes and, and that sort of thing, you're supposed to have more more money for roads and first responders and that kind of thing. Is, is that kind of what you're getting at here? Yeah, so typically, typically... You know the way the way the law is written and the way everything's structured. As the millage as the millage is is fixed. Uh, so let's say we look at 
we look at the millage for 2019. Let's say a particular millage generated $2 million in revenue. Um, after the reassessment, then they would calculate based on the new, you know, property tax values, they would try to maintain $2 million worth of revenue. So to maintain $2 million worth of revenue, what do you do to the millage? So if it was, let's say it was five mills before and, and, and generating two mills, these are hypothetical numbers, and it went to six, you know, and, and, and when, they, when they redid the numbers, you know, five mills would generate $2.5 million. Then they would adjust the five mills back to get the revenue to $2 million. However, because of additional houses, uh, additional people, you know, all those things that are, that are associated with the increased, you know, millage or the, the, the increased assessment value of the parish, then, you know, you've got to provide additional services. You, there are additional infrastructure upgrades that need to be made, uh, more traffic on the roads, the roads deteriorate faster. So consequently, everybody that provides these services have requested that, let's say, for example, 2 million was going to generate 2.5, so the millage was going to go from 5 to 4. They requested that that four be rolled back up to five so that they get the $2.5 million worth of revenue so they can provide additional services that, that are going to be required by additional people, additional traffic because of new homes and, and those that sort of thing. And, and initially, that is what the, the millages were intended to do, correct? You know, was to provide these services. Uh, so the fact that the rollback, uh, excuse me, the rollback also applies to simple population growth, uh, not necessarily because of an increase in, uh, you know, the value of the real estate in Livingston Parish seems a little counterintuitive. Well, that, just the way the law is structured, that, that gives every political entity that, that the opportunity to determine if there's a need and then, and then gives them the opportunity to roll it forward. There's obviously a need within those districts to provide the service, especially when they, when you consider that it's been a, you know, it's been almost six years since they had really an increase. And, and, and actually for a period after, after 2016, they took a decrease. So they've had to, you know, tighten the belt, cut back on services, delay programs. And so it's time to, you know, get the parish moving forward and, and do some of the things that, that people had originally voted those millages in to provide. So let's talk about the parish for a second. We did mention that there were technically three uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one of which is direct funding to the parish. And of course, that millage is cut in half inside the municipalities. Uh, and then there is also the parish health unit. Uh, and then I, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. It's a Monday morning. Uh, what is the third one? Um, is it, it's not the detention center. Is it the, is it the, is it, was it, is it the five mills on the roads and drainage deal? I don't, I don't, I, I, I know there's five mills. On I, the lo road. I looked at the agenda. I looked at the agenda this morning. They sent it out and, and it kind of outlined what we were doing. I didn't, I didn't really think about all which they specifically were for, but basically, yeah, it, you know, we can talk about the health unit. If you remember uh, when the health unit was renewed, it was renewed at a rollback rate because there was a surplus. Right. Um, it was designed to have a surplus so that if you had an emergency, you had money in the surplus to do it. Basically, it looks like because of the rollback of 16 and, and some of those other things, the surplus might, it's close, could actually run out before the millage comes up to a vote again. So it's very important that that millage get rolled forward 
so that we're not hammering that surplus every year, you know, to make that thing work. So, you know, there's there's just some things that that, that have happened in the past that, that are requiring some of these millages that they really need to be rolled back up to the current rate. Or the rate in which they were right. adopted, Appro- uh, approved. Uh, approved by the voters, yes. And so, you know, we talked about the, or you brought it up just now, the five mills for the roads um, is part of the deal as well, as part of the parish's deal. And then, you know, I believe it's 2.32 for the parish itself. Yeah, 2.32 for the parish and 1.16 for the parish inside municipalities. Right. So, uh, you know, if you live inside the city limits of, say, Denham or Walker uh, or leaving Livingston, you have to pay 1.16 to the parish and then your local municipality probably has a millage as well. So let's talk about, uh, you know, that 2.32 for a second. What exactly does that go to fund? It, it state The state constitution allows counties or parishes, in, in our case, to charge four mills without a vote of the people. Um, and then you can charge half of your millage to residents inside municipalities because right. you provide services to those individuals. You know, over the years, it's been rolled back uh, to 2.32 uh, for whatever reason. You know, I can't I can't go back and look at, you know, why it was done back in the day. Uh, but so it, it pays for things that aren't dedicated. I mean, if you think about it, we have a three-quarter cent sales tax that is dedicated to roads and the maintenance of roads and, and related drainage. We have five mills dedicated to road maintenance and, and related drainage. Um, you know, and then there are little, you know, there's the health units actually come through the parish budget, but it's got its own dedicated revenue source. You know, we have to contribute to the juvenile justice system. It, it has its own dedicated revenue source. So basically the 2.32 mills is the only thing the parish has that's really discretionary, you know, that, that we can use to do, you know, other projects, so to speak. Uh, the funding of government, the funding of government is based on that 2.32 mills, pays for the operation of the parish president's office, you know, pays for the operation of the council, uh, and any other related governmental entities that don't have dedicated revenue. So when you, backing up just a second, when you were talking about rolling up to four uh, without that is a constitutional. We can't roll up to four. Okay. We can roll up to two point three two. Gotcha. It looks as though I mean we've tried to do some research. I mean constitutionally it says that we can have four, but when you go look at the way you roll villages forward, there seems to be no opportunity to roll back to four without going back to the people, it, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me in the fact that the constitution grants you four mills, but but. Because of the way the process works, you know, the, the fact that it was rolled back in the day when it wasn't necessary, you know, uh, that now that we need it, we can't just roll it forward. We'd have to go to the voters, which would then cost us a lot of money just to put it on the ballot. So, you know, it's kind of a catch-22 as to how that, how that can be addressed. We've, uh, we've done some research. We, we don't have a – there seems to be some conflicting opinions as to whether – you know, you can roll it. Technically, the way the, the roll-up is you're not supposed to be able to exceed revenue. And so, you know, the revenue from the, or, you know, millage from the previous, unless you have a decrease, let's say that millages went, or, or the property assessment value went down. That 2.32, let's say that 2.32 generated a million dollars, and assessments went down, 
then we could roll it forward to a bigger number to get back to a million. You follow what I'm saying? But gotcha. that would be about the only way you could roll past the 2.32 or the 1.16 that's the inside the municipality. So, you know, we're kind of just got to live with what we have and, 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 and try to be as fiscally responsible as we can. So right now, uh, most of those those rates are set. Y'all will be voting on that, I believe, next Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I think we're supposed to move. Well, we it's a it's a annual or every three years. If if there's a change, you've got to move those things forward. So right. So uh, switching gears just a little bit, kind of staying within the uh, within the context of millages. Uh, Parish Councilman Shane Mack, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, is once again uh, he did this in 2019, uh, kind of opening the discussion for a uh, redirection, I guess you can say, of the millages that uh, are part of the millage that is collected by the library. Currently, the library collects a, a 10 mil tax, which is parish-wide. Uh, parish Councilman Shane Mack is looking for part of that for his or for the brand new uh, unfunded gravity drainage district. We had two unfunded in the past. They consolidated those. Uh, you know, the, the first time this came up, the library sort of, they showed up at y'all's meeting, at the parish council meeting, and it, I, I don't want to say in force, that sounds like a mob, but there were a lot of people there from the library. Uh, y'all y'all kind of moved through this, you didn't really discuss it. Uh, here it is again, uh, Shane bringing it up. What are, what are kind of your thoughts? Because I know uh, Watson has a good, you know, library branch right there, next, not next to the high school, but not far. You know, I, I talked to the director of the, the library, uh, you know, we text texted last week. I got an email from him last night. I saw this morning. I didn't get to open it. But basically, I asked, you know, for the audited financial statement, for the budget. Um, they budget money out of the village every year for capital improvements. Um, they have a list of capital improvements. Uh, they, they really run the library, you know, with pretty good fiscal, you know, tools. And the fact that, so they've got these, you know, you know, brick and mortar structures that have to be maintained. Um, you know, air conditions wear out, have to be replaced. Uh, they, they project those things. You know, they, they've got a projection on a life of air conditioners. For example, let's say Watson's got three air conditioning units. I don't know how many they've got. Let's say they've got three and it was built, you know, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it was. You know, that library has a life expectancy of those air conditioners. So, you know, they kind of have projected, you know, at, 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 you know, this year we're going to have to spend X number of dollars, you know, upgrading those systems. So they have, they have put it, put together, you know, a list of capital improvements that have to be made. Uh, they, they expanded the Denham Springs Walker branch, you know, the, and they expanded that without going back to the taxpayers because they had budgeted, you know, to do that. Um, and the council approved it. You know, we had a little discussion about, you know, operational. That, that's a, you know, that millage that they have is for the operation of the library. You know, maintaining, um, maintaining equipment or maintaining the, 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 the brick and mortar is part of the operation. Is expanding a branch part of the operation? You know, that could be questionable. But they they came before the, the library board approved it. It was definitely a need. They came before the council. The council saw that their budget allowed for it. So, you know, it was done. Um, they do have money in the bank. I mean, shoot, y'all know what you get paid on the interest. You know, on your on your 
savings account. I think they, they budgeted like $21,000 in revenue or something close to that in interest income. So they can tell you they've got a pretty good amount of money in surplus. But that money is be, is being accumulated because, like I said, air conditioners go bad. You know, parking lots going to develop potholes. You know, there are things that are gonna that are gonna happen that require maintenance. And so, you know, they've been they've been fairly fiscally responsible with their dollars. Uh, to uh, and that's what that surplus is for. You know, during COVID. Uh, of course, they were shut out at times, and they provided some services online. But there, there are areas of the parish that, you know, you can't get internet service, except at maybe the library. You know what I'm talking about? So there, there are some there are some services provided in parts of the parish that are very important that that the libraries provide. So I think to just arbitrarily say we're going to try to cut the library millage in half and redirect that money, and I think it's a it's a misnomer. I think what Shane's philosophy was is that, or is, is that new taxes struggle getting passed. Mm -hmm. So if everybody's paying 10 mils to the library, we're going to ask you to vote on a new library tax that'll be five mils as a replacement for the 10 mils, and then vote on five mils for the drainage district. And in essence, everybody outside the funded drainage districts will get a five mil reduction you know, in the, in their, in their property tax bill. Uh, it won't be that the millage that is, you know, that's paid in the Watson area or the Denham area or the Walker area will go to gravity eight. The only area that will pay the five bills will be those that reside within the boundaries of gravity eight. So, you know, it's a, it, it dollar for dollar. You're going to end up with way less revenue with five mills inside the boundaries of Gravity 8 than the library got within five mills within the whole parish. Right. So, in essence, it's a tax decrease to a certain extent, but at the, at the expense of what? You know, at the expense of services that the library provides, uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that the library provides you know, internet to, to certain areas of the parish that don't have it otherwise. Um, I'm just not sure that it's something that, that is uh, a good trade-off. I'm not denying that there's needs to be funding in Gravity 8, but I'm not sure it needs to be funded at the expense of the whole library system parish-wide. Right, and, you know, it's important to mention that the voters did a approve that 10 mils for the library and has already gone, it's gone through one renewal already. Hey, but, 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 but go back and look at voter turnout. Sure. Voter turnout was terrible. I mean, we're, you know, we're talking about minute numbers of, of, of voter turnout on that renewal. So there is some discussion on, you know, is that a tax that, that is overwhelmingly supported or is that, and it might very well be, and people knew it was going to pass and just chose not to go to the polls that day. I don't want to try to speak for whatever, you know, for, for, for why the turnout was that low. What I do know in my area that the, the, the library provides much needed services in the Watson area. And, and from what I've heard from my constituents is they are definitely in favor of funding the library at the current rate. So just like I did in 2019, I kind of led the charge against, you know, not moving forward with that. I, I'm not going to be able to support moving forward with it again. Sure. Another thing wanted to ask you is that 
you know, gravity drainage six and seven, which were the previous unfunded ones, had a tax push right after the flood. Uh, it, it 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 failed in both places. A lot of uh, both Councilman Jeff Ard uh, in District One and Councilman Shane Mack uh, kind of suggested that you know a, a huge reason that those failed was a lack of planning a lack of uh, uh, public relations, I guess you can say. They didn't really have uh, all their chips uh, together, I guess you could say. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is, you know, having put together uh, a plan previously for something that you pushed, we won't bring up the name. Uh, <laughs> you, you, abatement. Yes. We'll go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, uh, I mean. So you had a plan in place. Y'all had a budget. You had, you had gone out and done your research. Oh, when you're talking about pushing things like this, don't you think that it would be a better, and I am asking for your opinion here, but don't you think it would be better to have a plan in place before you start knocking on doors and, and making suggestions like this? Yeah, and the and the issue is, and the issue is, is that it takes some expertise to kind of put a budget together for that stuff. And it, it you know, to, to, to analyze how many, you know, miles of, laterals you have and you know what kind of revenue you're going to generate and and what you can do and I, I think I think that is part of the problem with the initial you know run at it is I think there was a question asked and I'm I don't remember if it's a key in town hall meeting or whatever somebody said what is your budget well they didn't really have a budget they were going to get as much revenue as they could and then start cleaning ditches and and I think that I think that you got to be a little more prepared and and the, and and I'm not criticizing them what I'm telling you though is without revenue to get the experts to help put that package together it's tough for a councilman you know to 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 try to get that information together and make that presentation and so it's a slippery slope you know you don't we don't have revenue you know we can't really use parish wide revenue to try to promote a, a, a tax, you know, um, but at the same time to get that information out there, you know, you need some revenue to, to have the experts generate a budget for you, you know, kind of analyze what, what you can expect to realistically accomplish in a given year, what equipment you're going to need. And, and I think that's kind of the trap there. I mean, it's just, it's just a tough, it's a tough sell on that deal. I think the thought process was in 2017 is that, hell, people had just flooded. And part of the reason they flooded is because of lack of maintenance. You know, part of it was it was just a, you know, an event that we hope. I mean, it was the highest, you know, like next to my truck stop. Shoot, it was the flood stage was eight or nine feet higher than any previous, you know, yeah. event prior. So the crest on the river, I mean. So, you know, it was an unusual event. But at the same time, a lot of areas of, of six and seven had, had had, you know, flooding problems in March. If you remember in yeah. March of 16, we had that wind, you know, the that tidal flooding that we get with, mm -hmm. you know, with rain associated with kind of like we just went through last week. And, and I think the water's still up because I think the wind's still blowing the wrong direction. So, you know, I think the thought process was that after that event, people will want to address, you know, those issues. But 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 taxpayers are pretty savvy. 
they don't mind giving you the money if they know the money's going to be spent in a manner that they're going to benefit from it. I think when you go to them and say, I would like you to give me half a million dollars, I'm going to come clean your ditches. Well, what are you going to, how are you going to do that? Well, we're going to figure it out after you approve the money. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And, right. and, and so, you know, you've got to put a plan together, but you almost have to have revenue to put the plan together. Um, you know, some of these, we've seen it in some of these cities, you know, in, 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 in other areas, you know, they want to vote in a new municipality, you know, but there were, there were business people that had a vested interest that funded, you know, those, those run-ups, you know, to that deal. And, and, uh, I'm not sure that there's, given where we're talking about and, and, and I'm not sure there's business entities that, that feel like there's that much benefit to them that they're willing to, you know, fund that study and, and generating that budget and getting that program together so that when you go to the voters, you can tell them exactly what it's going to be. Right. And, and, you know, another big thing for what is now Gravity 8 is uh, it, it is by far the largest uh, gravity drainage district in the parish, uh, not even close. And, and, and least populated. I mean, you know, when you, when you consider, you know, the, 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 the population density, it's, it's pretty bad, you know? So, so look at, let's look at budgets. Gravity one having the biggest budget, uh, gravity five, not being far behind them with all the growth that's generated over there. Um, you know, gravity two that represents the Watson area has got the smallest of the, of the budgets, um, uh, got a pretty good area that they got to cover, but you know, the, the commercial's starting to come, but it's not, it's not there. We don't have interstate exits with, you know, with buku commercial businesses and commercial properties over there generating revenue or hotels or motels or those kind of things. So, you know, the revenue in Watson is, is down a little bit for Gravity 2, and they're, they're operating as efficiently as they can. Uh, the, the thought that the revenue would be less than Gravity 2 with an area maybe four or five times bigger, to me, is just... It's like trying to, you know, you know, kill an elephant with a pocket knife. You know, right. you probably you're in bad shape. But you know, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, it's it's going to be a tough road, even even with a funded district. However, once you get a funded district, you've got match money, and you can start getting grant money. And 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 they're kind of in a trap right now. That they, they've got this district that can allow them to play for grants, but they've got no match to. You right. know, to pay the ten percent or twenty five percent or whatever that would allow you to, to to get some big projects done. So, you know, it's a I I, I don't envy them a bit in in, in what in what the, in the struggle that they you know face. And and I understand where Shane's looking for, you know, he's he's looking for revenue, and and I'm just not sure that you know I know what he wants to do. I know the reason for wanting to do it is he feels that it's a you know, it's not a new, won't be a new tax. You know, if people have been paying, you know, $500 a year in property taxes, it's not going to change. It's just going to be redirected. But I think it's going to impact the services of the library, and, and, and it'll impact them in areas that, you know, that are more densely populated, that have a need for them, and, and that, you know, will people actually get a reduction and, and give up services. So it's just a slippery slope that he's on, and and I mean, I admire him for trying and looking, but I, I can't support, you know, rolling back the library tax in an effort to, to fund a gravity drainage district when, when the people in my district clearly want the library funded at the current level. 
Sure. And I would recommend that anyone go back and uh, take a listen to the podcast that Mr. Talbert and I did uh, about a month and a half ago. Uh, we talked about the benefits of gravity drainage and having a gravity drainage district that's funded. Uh, you know, that usually gives you an expert on the ground, gives you a lot of uh, lateral maintenance as well as uh, drainage maintenance. So there are some uh, benefits to that. Uh, please keep an eye. This is going to be an ongoing situation because they have, you know, it's something new. It's something that's going to be popping up every now and again, and we will be staying on top of it. So that's going to conclude the first episode. Mr. Talbert and I are recording today. Uh, please, sir, if you would, I'll introduce yourself. Uh, Gary Talbert, Councilman District 2, representing Watson, Northwest Corner of the Parish. Glad to come visit and try to, you know, explain anything that might be, you know, questionable or the, the public might want to have questions about. Try to try to clarify some of the things that are happening in parish government today. We're working through it. And he's also the chairman of the parish council this year. Uh, and my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. He and I are going to take a quick break, and then we are going to uh, be talking about dirt fill. Tons of fun, uh, but we know that uh, it, it's kind of a, an interesting topic going on here in Livingston Parish. Again, please remember we're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. And you can find these podcasts on any platform where you prefer to get your podcast uh, content. We appreciate you guys joining us, and we will see you next time.